Welcome to the Black and White Jesus Podcast. My name is Sean Thomas and this is... I'm Nick Noble. Hey, and we're here uh, again. This is our second episode. First of all, we want to thank everyone who listened to our first episode. It means so much to us. Um, God called us to do this and... Uh, you know, there's always anxiety with start anxiety and excitement when starting new things. So for uh, for those who, who took a listen and gave us uh, feedback and encouragement, we love you. We thank you. God bless you. And um, now we're we're on our second episode. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! So w- what we're talking about today is dreams, uh, the importance of dreams, the importance of dreams. And when we talk about dreams, um, scripturally we have to kind of start with uh joseph this the the power of god is on his life the wisdom of god is on his life because he's following the ways of of god that his father had taught him and he just moves up so he starts off as a slave at the end of it pharaoh who was like the the president of the ruler of egypt ended up putting Joseph in charge of everything, everything in all of Egypt, the food, the the economics and and everything. So in the beginning, God gave him a dream and there were so many opportunities for him to be discouraged, for him to say, well, forget it, for him to say, well, no one believes in me, for him to say nothing's happening because this is a a matter of years before he became uh, the ruler of Egypt. And, you know, I I think about how we have dreams and God puts them in our hearts and we don't see anything happening. It looks like no one agrees with it. Nobody gets it. And one of the reasons why nobody gets it is because it's not their dream. It's the dream that God put in your heart or put in my heart or put in Nick's heart. We have to be willing to look forward. Otherwise, we're just stuck where we are. Uh, we had a a dream, a, a vision, um, whatever you would like to call it, of, of reaching people um, who don't understand their place in, in Jesus, mm-hmm. who don't understand our place in the kingdom. And if we kept that dream to ourselves, you know, not only would we miss out on the blessing that's coming, you know, we would be not allowing God to pour out the blessing on people who need this. Absolutely. Who need to understand that that dreams are important and not just dreams like when you're sleeping, but you know, God is an imaginative God Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit is the creator of all things. I mean, he's the most brilliant person there is. So don't, don't sit there and think you're limited to what you can do because if you follow, you trust, you lean on the Holy Spirit, guess what? Your dreams are going to get really really big. Last week we talked about Ephesians 3:20 and it talked about how he could do things above our wildest dreams. Absolutely. Bigger than we could ask or think. So first of all, dreaming is great. Second of all, don't dream small. If we trust in the God that created the universe, man, it's uh big dreams are are, are what a big God likes to do. Absolutely. And uh, I, I love the way you talked about God is a God of imagination. God is a God who uses our, he's given us imagination. In Genesis, 
uh, where it talks about Adam and Eve, it says that they were made in the image of God. Nothing else in creation was handcrafted in his own, own image. And why did he put us in his image? I don't know, but I'm very happy that he did. So he gave us the ability to use our imaginations to create. And when we use our imaginations for his will and for his purpose, then he backs us up and does everything we can't do. So we do everything we can do. He, he does everything we can. And as Nick just stated, you know, when you're dreaming, dr dream dreams, like kick up your dream 10, 10 times, 100 times, dream dreams that only God can do through you. Um, if there's something that you're wanting to do, if there's a calling in your life from God, you know, not just about dreams, but on, on God, take the limits off, mm -hmm. you know, start, you know, the kingdom of heaven is the creator. It's, it's made everything that we have. So we have dominion over this entire earth. Let's just start picturing ourselves. If money was no object, mm -hmm. if you could wake up tomorrow morning and realize that the things that God's called you to do, there's no limit to the bank account, mm -hmm. man, you, whoa, you could dream. I mean, but the thing is dream like that. Now don't limit yourself to what you see, limit to what you know is true based on the, the word. Absolutely. So, so think about this, the, um, our imaginations are endless. So when we mix our imaginations with God's will, with his heart, with his desires, something beautiful happens. And uh, as Paul said, he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Then people say, wait a minute, I know that Sean and Nick are not smart enough to do everything that they're doing. This must be something else. <laughs> and we tell them absolutely yeah. it's something else. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's God. So let me tell you a story about uh, my wife in, in my dream. Really, it was my dream, and, and she partnered with me. So I thank God for my wife, Maya. Shout out to you. Uh, thank God for you. She's a, she's a blessing. She's my better half. So we... Um, no joke. Yeah, true story. So I'm from uh, Detroit, Michigan, and there was a pastor there um, who... He was a Bible teacher. I had never heard a Bible teacher like that before, and I love the way he explained... Uh, the Bible. I'd never understood the Bible before and I heard that he went to this Bible school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I said, if I can just go to this Bible school, then I will know God like he knows God and I will be able to teach people about God in that light bulb moment um, will happen for people just like it happened for me. So I, I never thought I was going to be able to go, didn't have the money, didn't have the provision, none of that kind of stuff. So one day we came, um, so we drove down for a conference that the Bible school was having. While we were driving down, uh, the, this, the Spirit of God just knew in, in my heart. It's a feeling that I get when, when I hear from God. And uh, I had the thought, and that thought said, hey, you, you may end up going to this Bible school. Well, fast forward, we, we said we we're going to save up for a year to go to this Bible school. Well, a year came and we didn't say we didn't save up. So we didn't do what we were supposed to do, but guess what? God is still faithful. So we, we ended up going, driving from Detroit, Michigan to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go to this Bible school. We didn't have money to pay for the apartment. I don't recommend this. 
We didn't have money to pay for the apartment. We didn't have money to pay for the Bible school. No one had agreed to hire us at this point. But we just went in trust that what God put in our hearts, he was going to figure it all out. We were doing our part, meaning be obedient, and he was going to figure everything else out. When a couple of days before we left, the church we were going to, which was kind of, you know, they were kind of skeptical. They were like, hey, man, God's here in Michigan, too. You don't need to go way out there. But they ended up raising money. And uh, I thank God for that pastor, uh, Bishop Ferguson. He was like a spiritual father to me. And uh, he, he raised money to, to help us get down there. We stopped at my, my aunt's house as a midway point in St. Louis. Uh, she said, hey, I just want to give you some money. I told you once we got down here, we didn't have money for Bible school. My grandmother heard about it. And she said, you know, my pastor told me to give you all some money. Now, I don't recommend this. What I do recommend, so I don't recommend being <laughs> negligent, right, and planning. But what I do recommend is trusting God, getting to know him as a good father, and go, doing everything you can do and trusting him to do everything you can't do. So that was a dream that started off in our heart. And now we've been here since 2004, it's 2018 now. Um, I always wanted to uh, to reach people, to love on people, to 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 uh, teach people to know God as, as good father. Didn't know how I was gonna do that. God hooked me up with this guy. The white guy. The white guy. And um, and now we're we're able to do this together. So it's somebody who's just as excited, oftentimes more excited than I am, <laughs> which which is amazing to me um, about the things of God. So I'm telling you, the dream in your heart, don't let circumstances, don't let situations, don't let people, don't let your own thinking abort the dream that God birthed inside of you. Let me... Uh that he placed inside of you and he's trying to birth. Yes. Yes. Let me let me add here because this dreams, you know, God can do all these things sounds great. Um but on our behalf we have to do some things. Mm -hmm. We have to be willing to let go of a lot of ourselves mm -hmm. for these things to move because God doing great things is good. But if we're not willing to change ourselves to be more like him, then it's for nothing. Absolutely. So I was uh, looking up a, a, a proverb, and Proverbs chapter 13, 19 says, When God fulfills your dreams, sweetness fills your soul. But the wicked refuse to turn from darkness to see their dreams come to pass. We have got to be willing to let go of ourselves for these things to come to pass. Mm -hmm. We have to say, God, every inch of my life, search it. Look through it. Help me to eliminate that which does not reflect you. Become more like you, and these dreams will come to pass fluently. Yes. All the time. Walking with him, when you are in love with him, walk step and step with him, man, stuff starts to happen. I mean, you got to think about Moses. Moses spent time with him. God said that he was one of his closest friends. Mm -hmm. I mean... And look what happened. I mean, look at the stuff that went through Moses' life. I mean, he's a hero in the Bible. He mm -hmm. is a man of faith. He's a leader. He is one of the men to look at. But it was all because of his relationship. Mm -hmm. He understood his position. And, and you know, he was obedient. And the things he wanted came to pass. Absolutely. Dreams, guys. It, it reminds me of a, a quote, we, and we talked about this. Uh, 
a pastor in Redding, California, uh, Bill Johnson. He, um, I was watching or listening to him and he said this and it just, man, it lit something up in me. He said, I don't study the Bible to get something for myself. So I'm thinking like, what? Okay, you know, explain that. He said, I don't study the Bible to get something for myself. He said, I study the Bible to um, to know God more. He said, if I get something for myself, that's that's a plus, that's a bonus. But I study to know God more. And the what Nick was talking about, the relationship that Moses had uh, with God, the relationship that David had with God, the relationship that Abraham had with God, the the uh, the thread here is not just they were obedient and they were brave and all that kind of good stuff because oftentimes they had moments when they weren't brave david was extremely vulnerable in uh in the psalms and he talked about times where where he felt trapped and he felt like everyone was against him and he had anxiety and he was a great warrior but because of the relationship we do everything we can do and God does everything we can't do because of that that relationship. And I I, I uh, sense that if you if you're like me, what one thing that Nick was talking about is, say God, every inch of myself I give to you. That was that was uh, the thought of that brought me anxiety because I thought, well, who I am is all I know. If I'm not this, if I'm not this, Sean then who will I be? I won't be anything. People won't like me. This is the shine that people like. This is the shine that, that people know. But when I made the decision to say, God, I give you everything. You know what? Um, Paul talks about when we make a decision to receive Jesus Christ, that we're a new creation. Holy Spirit started introducing me to the new shine, to the new shine that I love. I love the, the, the new shine because he's in in relationship with Christ and that relationship is rubbing off on me and I'm becoming more like him. Now I haven't fully made it, but I'm becoming more and more. So where I felt like I couldn't let go of the old shine because I wouldn't I wouldn't have an identity, Jesus gave me a new identity through him. Through studying his word, through uh through going through the gospels over and over again and a lot of times I'm listening through uh, through the Bible app I'm listening through the Gospels over and over and over and over and over again listening to the words of the king the king talking to me conversations that he's having with uh, with his student and with people that I get to eavesdrop on and, and, and receive from or even uh, the letters that Paul wrote to the church conversations he's having to the church that apply to me so through those things it makes it easier. You get to see the benefit, man. If I if I gave if I gave sixty percent to God and He did this much in my life with that, man. What if I give Him seventy percent? What if I give Him eighty percent? Just hey, let me tell you. Just push all your chips in the middle, uh, so to say. Give Him one hundred percent, and He's going to write a story for your life that's more beautiful, that's more brilliant, that's more unexpected than you could ever pin. You know, I'm I'm a rarity when it comes to dreams. And for me, my dreams have always had to be things that while I'm awake, I think about. Or, well, again, uh, until three weeks ago, I had never remembered a single dream. 
talking about like a sleeping ever dream. like a sleeping dream i've yes. had dreams because I'm, I'm kind of imaginative and especially once i got a hold of god i'm like man if we just walk in it there's nothing that i cannot do mm -hmm. there's nothing that uh god won't do through me if i'm willing but since we're on this subject it, it, it was odd because most people have dreams they'll tell me about their vivid dreams or things like that and so i and and so i'm saying this because i'm encouraging the people who who think well my dreams are pretty bland or my dreams are uh, i i don't have dreams i don't remember dreams but i'll tell you you just start asking him and i asked him for months you know to to let me dream during the night and wake up and remember it. I'm probably dreaming, but I don't remember any of it. Mm -hmm. So three weeks ago, I, I fell asleep and, and, and I was actually dreaming and it wasn't a very long dream. I woke up and I'd had the dream about or a vision, however you would like to say it, of three men standing, I say men, three people, standing on a beach with their back turned to the ocean and this giant wave beginning to billow up starting to swell up to come up over the beach and these guys are just calmly walking forward like to the land and and i'm saying this because sometimes uh, god will bring you the interpretation to yourself about it mm -hmm. but sometimes man you'll just hear stuff from other people and they'll confirm in your spirit what was going on so i was uh, at a, a conference last week listening to a guy and he talked about a tsunami mm -hmm. coming um, just a tsunami of Jesus just coming and overflowing people moving across the country of America and I sat there and think that's exactly what I saw and then I started thinking about something that our awesome pastor pastor Willie Georgia Church on the move talked about mm -hmm. and and how we are um, not just in a race not just in a marathon but we're in a relay and and we're handing off from this generation to a next one to a next one but at that same time we're all here we're all here at the same time so i was think i was thinking about these three people and god was like i'm talk i'm talking about the young i'm talking about the the middle age now and the old but we all have to be a part of it yes. and these three generations living right now walking together we are going to bring out the wave the tsunami onto this country of God's truth, of His promise, of His love, of His Holy Spirit. I mean, we the 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 water is a, a type of the Holy Spirit. John seven thirty eight and thirty nine talks about a river of living water will flow out of our bellies. Talking about the Holy Spirit, about Him being filled inside of us, not just born again, not just baptized, but filled in us and spewing out a tsunami wave of the Holy Spirit coming over the country. And that's what my dream came to. But it took some people who believed in God who I, I knew understood who he was and they just said some things and it clicked and it just clicks in your spirit so don't just think because you don't see you know what your dream means right now mm -hmm. it's coming absolutely and you know what where you were talking I, I just feel moved to pray uh, let's pray uh, Father God hallelujah thank you Father thank you Daddy we praise you we love you I pray, we pray for everyone listening right now, everyone who can hear our voice right now. We pray that that you make them hungry to know you, not know about you, not in a philosophical way, but in a relationship, loving, good father way. 
we pray that you you turn up the hunger. If they're already hunger, we pray that you double it in Jesus' name. We pray that we that 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 we are hungry to know you in your love, in your power. We pray that we are hungry to know you through Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray that 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 you speak to us um, while we're awake and when we're asleep in dreams and visions. Teach us concerning direction, correction, and revelation. Teach us concerning direction, correction, and revelation. And I encourage you to pray that before you go to sleep. But I, I just believe that those who are listening to us, there is there is an empowerment um, for you in order to to become more bold because of your trust in a good father to take more risks when he moves you to to do something maybe to pray for somebody to talk to somebody encourage somebody hug someone whatever it is I pray there's an empowerment just know that when he gives you a step even though it seems like it's nothing oftentimes God will put something on your heart and it will seem like it won't matter you know what it matters to him because it proves that you trust him and it strengthens your trust with him and it also um, says to him that he can trust you and when we are faithful in little things we will be faithful in greater things so he's not going to put you in a position to where you're you're doing these great and mighty things and and you're you can't get past your own anxiety on these little things so let me tell you just jump on past that anxiety in wisdom of course but jump on past it knowing that he's with you it's just a trust test and just go ahead and do it even if it seems like it means nothing let me tell you something our obedience trusting God rather through the things we see in the word to do good things towards other people um, or the things that he may put in our heart they even though we may not notice it it's like throwing a, a stone into a pond and they have a ripple effect that touches things and people and events that we may have no idea of until we get to heaven. And I believe that. Let me say this. Um, we've got to dream. Mm -hmm. um, because if we don't, then we're limiting what God can do through us. Because we just don't want to do what's been done. Mm -hmm. We want to dream and, you know, put ourselves in places where God can do different things things that haven't been done yet greater things Jesus said greater things are you going to do because I go to my father you know Jesus when he's leaving you know his his last talk was with um, the disciples and some uh, some other people in Acts chapter 1 and he's talking about leaving and then he's gonna send the Holy Spirit he's gonna fill him with power and then Acts 2 comes along and and, and here's the Holy Spirit delivered like a, a mighty rushing wind and fire falls upon them and they begin to speak in tongues and then it continues just a little bit further down in, in verse 16 in Acts chapter 2 verse 16 uh, I'm gonna read this out of the Passion Translation it says this is the fulfillment of what was prophesied through the prophet Joel so we're going back a long time back to the book of Joel and back in a time where where prophets were chosen and, and the spirit was put upon people Joel was one of those one of those prophets and and here's what he said he said this is what I will do in the last days I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God the Holy Spirit will come upon all of my servants 
men and women like so guys it's everybody everybody's included here Absolutely. who believes in Jesus who's filled with his spirit and they will prophesy so you know you might be thinking man I I don't really have any dreams about God or I, I haven't really thought about dreaming about what God can do through me because you don't feel that you can do it I'll tell you right now there's a Holy Spirit that can help you do it absolutely and so for those out there who haven't had the encounter or an experience with the Holy Spirit I encourage you to seek it out seek Jesus's teaching on it seek the Old Testament that talks about it coming find it because right here it's a confirmation of a prophecy from the Old Testament saying that I'm going to pour out my spirit God's gonna pour out the same power that rose Christ from the dead is gonna be inside of you to a point where it flows out of you guys we want to move we want to move God forward we want to get people into his kingdom but beyond that we want to get them living out of his kingdom mm -hmm. absolutely it's good stuff guys yeah and, and let me let me give you this a uh, bit of encouragement too you have you have everything you need to take the next step you have everything you need to take the next step once you take that next step then God's power will meet you there and you'll be able to take the step after that but take whatever Think, think about it right now. Uh, close your eyes if you're not driving, of course. Uh, close your eyes. <laughs> I'm yeah. listening for the horns honking, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't do it driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Don't dream and drive. Don't dream and don't drive. Don't dream and drive. Don't dream and drive. That's a that's the new slogan. Billboards, <laughs> everything. Okay, so close your eyes and repeat this. Uh, repeat this uh, request after me from God. Say, Father, what dreams have you put in my heart? What instructions have you put into my heart that I've not completed yet, that I've not been obedient to? What dreams or instructions have you put in my heart that I've not been obedient to? What dreams or instructions have you put into my heart that I have not been obedient to? Whatever just popped in your head, do that. You 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 know is you know that God's a God of love. You know that He's good. As long as is it you know as long as it falls in line with that and with Scripture, do that. And I'm telling you, His power, His grace, His favor will meet you at the point of your obedience, not before. That's the scary thing about it because you feel like okay, if I jump, there's not going to be a net. Yeah, the net's going to be there every single time. He's there already. He sees the end from the beginning. He's there, but it's going to meet you at the point of that step. And even if the step seems like it won't make a difference, like it, it, it's, it's absolutely insignificant, let me tell you something. It means everything uh, in the plan he has for you. It means everything to him. And later on, you'll be able to look back at that little bitty step and say, wow, I, I, I thank God that even though I had anxiety, even though I had fear, that I that I still went ahead and did it. Let's just not uh, settle for being the norm. You know, if we're if we're sitting still, um, if we're not moving, then you know the kingdom's not moving. Absolutely, because the kingdom is inside of us. Oh, also, love it. 
before we go um thank you once again for listening to the black and white jesus podcast uh you can google us you can find us on itunes we're at anchor.fm forward slash bwj anchor.fm forward slash bwj like black white jesus um, so we're we're at anchor.fm we're on itunes we're at overcast so please share it send it to as many people as you as you can hey once again it's been a great week we want to remind you to check us out at www.tanwa.org um, we're also on facebook twitter instagram all those fancy platforms we're all over it if you would like to donate and support um, the things that we're doing yes please um, please go to the website click how can I help or find the address if you want to give by good old traditional check or find one of us in the streets and give us some cash we'll take it absolutely. we'll take it anyway God delivers it absolutely so uh, for the black and white Jesus podcast I'm Nick Noble I'm Sean Thomas and we out podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast